This is HPR episode 2082 entitled Basic Audio Production Equalization. It is hosted by Nacho Jordi and is about 19 minutes long. The summary is the basics of one of the most fundamental audio production techniques. This episode of HPR is brought to you by anhonesthost.com. Get 15% discount on all shared hosting with the offer code HPR15. That's HPR15. Better web hosting that's honest and fair at anhonesthost.com. Hello everyone, this is Nacho Derby, broadcasting one more time again for Hacker Public Radio, the show for geeks and other indoors creatures like myself. And this time I'm going to discuss the second installment of my series on basic audio production techniques that are available for anybody with a decent computer and some kind of digital audio workstation, also known as DAW. It's been a while since my previous show. Things have been a bit shaky lately, but everything is... everything is. So, without further ado, I'd like to say that... (coughs) uh, Maybe it was a mistake. taking this this series or maybe taking it in this in this in this podcast because although I think it's it's a good skill to have for anybody in the 21st century and uh, something uh, that can uh, avoid that you get taken advantage of mm. Audio production is not really my thing at, at all. Um, I mostly I'm, I'm I'm growingly aware of it. A musician that who is forced to do audio production works. It's something that I will gladly pass the baton to someone else when I have the occasion. And uh, frankly, I find it. Most of the time, the audio production stuff, I find it very annoying. Like, it's a bit like the difference between, in my view, between a writer and someone who practices calligraphy. I want to... I feel more identified with the writer. A creative writer is not interested in the shape of the T's or the... how long are the legs of the letters that some some other people is, is happy taking that stuff. In fact, it's very common. It's the, uh, that's uh, just an opinion of mine, but I think there's uh, too much emphasis on the technique. technique. Mm. 
maybe given the, the advance that we've had in technology in the latest, say, 10 or 25 years, uh, everybody is like dazzled with technique, but uh, a lot of people forget uh, something that Peter Drucker said, that there's nothing as stupid as a computer. And in the end, uh, the computer only does what you turn to do. So the user is not a cultivated person. And speaking of music, I'm thinking about now, the person who, who holds the technology is not an educated person. And no matter, it doesn't matter that you paint 3D dinosaurs, uh, the result is not going to be very meaningful to another human being. Anyways, uh, besides this lateral rant, uh, today's podcast, I want to discuss my partial, annoyed, and uh, gorilla knowledge of the production technique known as equalization. Maybe, and I think that uh, this reluctance of mine, this being forced to learn the the audio production ropes can appeal to some listeners on second thought because you might be in my case too so some of the things that I say maybe can connect with you hopefully I don't know in any way what what's equalization uh, equalization is a modification you do on recorded sounds um, by changing the how much the let's say the proportion of uh, the vibrations that that compose each sound so in other words uh, a sound vibrates in a certain frequency uh, in other words uh, the frequency is the number of times per second that you you get a complete wave. If the wave takes long to make the picture, you know, like, like the peak followed by a valley, then you have a a low frequency note like a bass guitar. And if the if the frequency is faster, then in the same period of time you're going to have more peaks and valleys, and that, that kind of sounds a high pitch. For example, uh, a soprano singer or a whistle. Uh, the thing is a bit more complex than that because every every sound, <coughs> excuse me, every sound is composed of several uh, vibrations at the same time. It's uh, they are called harmonics. Uh, if you only have a, a, a a sound that only has one vibration is pretty ugly and pretty rough on the on the ear. For example, uh, typical examples are a siren, a police siren, or a doorbell. That kind of <coughs> sound is the typical sound of a sound wave that uh, is pure. It doesn't have the harmonics. Generally, an instrument, or the human voice, or anything in nature has a simultaneously uh, several 
several vibrations at the same time. There's one that's the, the dominating one, and the others like uh, provide the, the instrument its flavor, let's say. So, for example, you can play the same note at the same pitch in a piano and then in a guitar, and the sound will be different among other other factors, I guess. The, but the sound will feel different because of those harmonics, uh, those like secondary vibrations. So, with each of thing you you record, you have a each instrument, each track is like a salad of plenty of vibrations going on at the same time, and uh, the sound is produced in space. And there's a limited space where you want to fit the whole sound. If you, if that sound is crammed in a badly way, it's going to sound messy and nobody is going to like it. It's isn't going to be pleasant to the ear. So that's where, that's where equalization comes in and we, the role of equalization mostly is distributing the frequencies of the different instruments so they, so that they don't collide for, with each other. <coughs> for example, a, a typical case, a typical problem you find in equalization, I've been told, is very common that that uh, the kick drum uh, shares a lot of frequencies with with the bass guitar. So at, you have to make some kind of trade-off there. Either you you make uh, in certain musical genres, for example, death metal, uh, there's a typical kick drum that's very dry. It's like uh, hitting a, a box of cookies. It's a, you, my guess is you there you're just keeping the frequency that gives you the oomph, the but you're taking all the flavor out to to give room for the bass guitar to to be to be richer and that's that's part of the art of of producing music it's not only about getting clarity but it's also you have a lot of creative decisions to make okay. so let's have there's there's room for subjectivity there too. Some producers like things to be a bit messy, others like to that you can feel everything as if you were in a big room. It's, it's kind of an instrument, but uh, again, uh, I, I, from, from this point of view, the creative point of view, I, I'd love to learn to do this stuff, but the problem I find as a musician is that I get too lost in the in the sound. I, I lose my reference points very soon. That I, I guess I don't have what some people call ear stamina, and very very soon all that starts to sound the same to me. When I've gone through an excerpt like twenty times, I don't know if it's good or is it wrong. Is it better than in the previous session? Maybe I should throw the whole session away. I don't know. So really, I'd rather be doing music. Well, um, uh, equalization in the, in the end is, is a very 
very intuitive audio technique to understand, I think, because if you if you belong to a certain generation and you have a stereo stereo equipment in the pre-internet times, or maybe you still have it in your car, and uh, they they have a, a very rudimentary of three three or five channels equalization where you can there modify if you want to have more low frequency or middle range or whatever you feel it's better for a certain certain song many of the stereo equipments even have like presets with mm, mm, creative names like uh, concert hall or rock concert um, so it's a pretty straightforward concept to grasp but practice is another it's another thing and there are when it comes to equalization, there are, and then speaking of practice, there are uh, two main schools. Uh, the adding equalization and the sub subtracting equalization. Uh, the names are, again, very pretty straightforward. Um, you can either potentiate the, the frequencies you like in a, in a sound, and then they will mask the garbage, let's say, or you can do it the other way around. You find what's a frequency you like and you sculpt it, the sound around it by mm, lowering the volume of the other frequencies that are not attractive, that are only noise. For example, in a, in a bass, bass guitar, a bass guitar, maybe the thump that you're making with, with the, with the strings in certain genres of music you like it, but in others maybe you want something to sound smoother and you want to take away that thump. Or, like I said before, to just because you want to that that's that space to that sonic room to be used by the by the drums. So in that case you, you take away the the frequencies that you don't like, and uh, the the good thing of the, about this approach, the subtracting equalization, is that um, you take a lot of useless stuff out of the mix because if you add up volume to the frequencies that you like, in the end the others, although they are hidden there. They, they are still there vibrating and occupying uh, sonic space. So, so it, 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 you have a bigger risk of, be, of the whole thing becoming messy. That said, the, the adding equalization perhaps is better for, for beginners because it's more straightforward. You know, it's easier to discover, hey, the, you, you usually go frequency by frequency and crank up the volume and then you can find one and say and feel hey here's all the meat is this one makes really the track sing uh, 
So in the adding approach you would just keep that volume up and you're done. In the subtracting maybe you would return that frequency to the zero position and then start subtracting the others. But then maybe you start to subtract too much and the whole thing sounds like if you were, you were playing through a telephone or a tunnel so it takes longer but it's it's better especially when you're, you have a mix with a lot of tracks, a lot of instruments. I guess uh, you need to make more room and uh, keep it si as simple as possible and to the to the core to the gist of each instrument. Another another good way to to learn to get trained in in equalization, at least something that worked very well for me, was uh, starting instead of the equalization itself, which can be. Equalization can be a bit intimidating at first because you open the, the plugin and you you face a panel with 10 to 12 things, parameters you have to, to deal with. But uh, an easier and very intuitive way to start is just using the high pass filter and low pass filter as a training. And because there you only have a, a parameter to manipulate, manipulate and play with. And only only using high pass filter and low pass filters, uh, you can get great improvements in in your sound. I, I think I even heard the story of some producers who don't use equalization; they they only use filters. How how do they, those filters work? Uh, it's pretty pretty easy to understand. I think high, high pass filter. Uh, let's. It's like a line you you put in the frequencies and and send, say only only the frequencies higher than this number number are going to come through the rest they they go down volume equal equals zero. So if you start playing a song in in ardor, let's say the one that I use, and you you start uh, rising the the high pass filter parameter, you're going to take more and more frequencies out of the sound and the sound is going to to at first you it will gain clarity because a, a lot of the thing in the a lot of stuff in the low end it's only garbage. That's why a high pass filter can easily improve a, improve a track. And low low pass filter is the same but on the on the contrary, you take away the the acute notes and only let the the lower ones to go through. So that's a good a good trick, and that does a lot for your mixing. Even even if you only do this, and even if you only do this, let's say the the cheap bar start option. If you only do that in the in your master track, even that uh, you're going to you're going to improve the the result, the quality of of your recordings, and then, and then you can proceed to the to the fine tuning that's always equalization. So that's what I have for you today. I hope some of you enjoyed this or find some nugget there or something interesting of your audio adventures. Thank you very much for listening 
and uh, till next time. Bye. You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club and is part of the binary revolution at binrev.com. If you have comments on today's show, please email the host directly, leave a comment on the website or record a follow-up episode yourself. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license.